South Coast Tournament is always uh, an unbelievable tournament. A lot of a broad, a broad range of teams that are out in the tournament and um, should be really exciting. Yeah, South Coast League, uh, South Coast Tournament is one of the best tournaments of the year. You know, it's traditionally been that you know first early season tournament where you can really get a, a little bit of a lay of the land as far as the you know the landscape, as far as all the contenders come out uh, for the most part. Uh, a lot of Division One, a lot of good Division Two teams in this tournament. You got the Santa Barbara tournament being played already, but this is a 32-team tournament. It's going to be happening Thursday, uh, September 24th through uh, Saturday, September 26th. So it's a deep tournament where you're playing five games in three days. It's pretty grueling. Uh, that Saturday, it's going to be two tough games. The quarterfinals are going to be real tough. You might even have a tough, you know, uh, for some teams, you know. Tough games all the way through, depending on where you're bracketed. Um, let's go off. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the top four seeds to kind of start to break down this tournament. The number one uh, and four seeds are going to be our modern day Foothill, Loyola, Huntington Beach. Uh, the top four seeds across those brackets. What's uh, what's your reaction to those uh, those four seeds? Well, I mean, I think uh, like you said earlier, South Coast tournament is definitely one of the top tournaments um not only do you get to see teams from orange county but you have la teams in you have san diego teams in you have santa barbara teams in so a wide range of teams which is always great to see teams from out of the area competing um in terms of the top four seeds you know <clears throat> i have i have to say just straight out that i think uh they got it wrong on this one um you know those four teams are top four teams i just think that the order of the uh seating is a little bit off right now um i know foothills come out of the gate very strong um but you really can't look over loyola uh too much and being a number three seed in a tournament like this is not a bad thing but you know uh, modern day loyola huntington beach then foothill would probably be the way i would seed it out um, only because Loyola had a great has had a great start to the season so far. You know they lost to Modern Day by uh, two goals, I believe, in Santa Barbara, and a loss is a loss. I'm not trying to say that that means much, but they're performing well against some of the top talent. And then Huntington Beach um, obviously has uh, done a very good job so far uh, in beating CDM, uh, Orange Lutheran, uh, and they had a really close game with Loyola. They played a very good game against Harvard, so. You know, I would have to give them the edge. Now, you know, I know you've said earlier and um, in your podcast, and and even when we talk on the deck, you're never gonna you're never gonna count Foothill out. And I mean, I'd, I'm probably gonna eat my words later on this week. But you know, on paper right now, I think it's Modern Day Loyola, Huntington Beach, then Foothill. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I was surprised to see Foothill as the number two. I mean, they are the defending Division Two champs. I'm very high on Foothill. Um, but I, I think they, you know, I, I, I think they're deserving of a high seed. I just don't, you know, uh, I don't think they've uh, done enough quite yet to, you know, to jump uh, some Division One uh, teams that are, off, you know, that I think are out to pretty fast starts. And, you know, the tournament seeding, this bracket did come out after the Santa Barbara tournament, and that's where I think, you know, you can really, um, you know, make some of these arguments where you have Loyola uh, reach, you know, reach the semifinals of that really tough tournament. Um, they get, um, they lose to modern day by, I think it was three goals. I think it was 10 to seven game. So they were, they played a pretty strong game against modern day. Then they came back and beat Huntington Beach to get uh, the bronze up there in Santa Barbara. So I would put them second. Then I would put Huntington Beach third. I got them number two in Orange County behind modern day. And a lot of that's based on how well, Huntington Beach played against Harvard Westlake, which I think was an eye-popping score. You know, um, we talked a lot about that at um, at length last in our last podcast. That you know, Huntington Beach they played them, they played Harvard Westlake closer than um, the modern day did. You got to give you know that's that's a major accomplishment. Yeah. I don't think this should be um, overlooked. I mean, Harvard might not play. I mean, when is Harvard going to play another close game like that? It's not guaranteed that uh, they're going to play a bunch of close games this year. That You might look all year and say, wow, that was a great bet by Huntington Beach. Yeah. And then I would put uh, Huntington, and I had the field with them at the four spot, let them um, let them duke it out with, uh, you know, if you want to go, you know, CDM at five or Orange Lutheran at five, um, you know, or Orange County rank, you know, the Orange County rankings that I do, you know, I have, uh, or, you know, Clark Delmar four. And Orange Lutheran five, so I probably would, you know, I'd probably keep the the five six uh, the same. But if we shift those uh, some of those uh, two threes and uh, fours, like we're talking about, uh, potentially, um, you know, the number two seed, you know, Loyola, they would, you know, they they would be with the uh, group like uh, like they are, uh, they would be like Dana Hills. That would be fine as the number seven seed. And for example, then if Huntington Beach was third seed, then they would match up with Orange Lutheran as the, uh, the sixth seed, and then you'd have Foothill, or you'd have a nice Foothill CDM 4-5 matchup. I think that seems very uh, reasonable. So, yeah. it would be, uh, talk about significant changes here, Coach. No, definitely, and I mean, I, I would even, and this is not because Orange Lutheran is my team, I would even, you know, go as far as to argue that Olu should probably be right there uh, at either four or five um you know i think it's very difficult to start comparing games and teams that have both lost to the same team you know i mean there's so many different circumstances behind a game and winning and losing you know i i know the cdm huntington beach score was a, a really close game and then you compare that to the olu huntington beach game which was not close you know I don't, I don't know if that necessarily means that CDM is the better team. You know, I mean, they both lost. Both teams lost. So, um, you know, different coaches have different strategies early in the year. And, Absolutely. you know, you're trying different things. You're trying different lineups. And so, you know, I, I think it's tough to compare losses. You know, a loss is a loss, and that's pretty much the way you got to chalk it up. But, um you know, I, I think Foothill 
by being the number two seed and with Dana Hills playing so well um, in Santa Barbara and continuing to play well uh, over the last couple of weeks, you know, I think Foothill has a really good bracket. You know, I think they have a really good opportunity to uh, potentially get there to the get to the final uh, with who they have to go through. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see them up against, you know, an Olu, a CDM, a HB, a Loyola. You know, I think, um, you know, that's where, that's where it really is going to come down to seeing where they are when you compare them to the Division One teams. But, you know, the, the, the beautiful thing about where Foothill is and the position that they're in is that they love playing against Division One teams. They want to be in Division One. You know that. You know, Coach Jim Brum wants to be in Division One. They want to play against the best, but there's really no pressure when you're playing a Division One team because they're in Division Two. So to to have that luxury, I think, is advantage Foothill because they can play with absolutely no pressure at all um, in this tournament. And uh, if they win, great. If they lose, you know, we played the best competition we could play. Uh, that weekend so you know foothills in a very nice position right now in this stage of the season you know with league a couple weeks away well for a little bit more information on those foothill nights uh we caught up with coach uh, jim brum earlier this season and here's a couple uh comments from coach jim brum the veteran coach at foothill <laughs> but how about just, publicity about beating a Division One team by ten goals? You, you'll take that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I thought the kids. I, no, I thought the kids did a nice job. I thought, um, you know, where we're at, it shows where shows where we're at. I think kids are doing a nice job. Yeah. We keep it up. So, you know, our first two games against against Capo and Carlsbad, we did a nice job. Uh, you know, this one stretched us out a little bit more too. So, you know, we played. You know, we we. we and, you know, I played kind of the top group the whole game today. So, yeah, you did. So that stretched them out for four quarters. And, you, know, with, you know, all in all, I thought we did some really nice things. We a couple lulls there, I thought, in the third quarter. But um, um, the whole the whole key right now is getting better. So I can continue to continue to get better. And I, I thought that was a good step because our first our games against Capo and Carlsbad, I thought we played well, but I thought we. You know, def, def, early season definitely saw some things we needed to work on, and uh, you know when the, the big thing is early in season you're doing a lot of things like conditioning, you're doing a lot of things, and you're trying to work on some things, and you want to see if uh, it's not like you've had like the whole season to work on it. You've had like yeah. one day, you know, like we worked a couple things on offense today for one day. We worked on it yesterday, so kind of saw it today, and I thought the kids did a very nice job on it actually. Yeah. So. Harbor, 
who's had a tough had a tough time uh, last week against Foothill. Lost actually by ten goals over at Foothill, so it was pretty um, surprisingly uh, lopsided game. I thought it'd be a little bit closer than that. Um, I think most people were a little surprised by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in Newport, they're you know they're below them and there's in their bracket that modern day bracket is Wilson who you know Newport has defeated in a very close game I think it was a one goal game and then you have some teams on the rise um, the four or five out of this bracket is pretty interesting they're going to play in the first round on Thursday at Newport Harbor and that's going to be Bill Park and Laguna Beach who uh, you know Bill Park's coming off a, a one goal um, victory upset in the county rankings over Santa Margarita nice victory for the Spartans and then they're playing you know Laguna Beach in the first round. Laguna Beach, I have 10th in county this week. They're coming off a one deficit uh, against a very good El Toro team who is uh, over at the, uh, in the corner belt, in the Huntington Beach bracket uh, with, the, uh, with Huntington Beach, CDA, and then El Toro. But uh, Laguna Beach narrowly lost to, to a very good foot, uh, El Toro team last week. So that's a very good uh, first round game. Other first round games. I think of note, you have low-style needles and Servite. They yep. just played last week. Yeah, and, and, and Servite took them out pretty good. And you got uh, Santa Margarita Dos Pueblos, which is also actually a rematch of a, of a game up in Santa Barbara. I think it was a play-in game. Yep. And then uh, I think it's uh, Santa Barbara and Capo Valley could be interesting. Um, game Santa Barbara is uh, pretty tough. Capo's pretty tough. So any thoughts on these? Uh, these uh, all these are first-round games. All. All four o'clock games on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, I was actually looking at the, like you pointed out, the Villa Park Laguna Beach and Santa Margarita, Santa Margarita Dos Pueblos. I think those two games are very intriguing um, with uh, Villa Park playing very well. You know, coming back from a three-goal deficit and defeating Santa Margarita. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a very big, big win for Villa Park because they have some young players on their team that are making a move and um coach Karsich is doing a really good job with the talent that he's been given you know i i saw in your article uh bradley wilson scored a couple goals in that game he's a young player um and i i know he's got some talent making a move up and um with santa margarita and dos pueblos you know santa margarita was on fire in that game and it'll be interesting to see what the adjustment adjustments are that those Pueblos makes to see if they can uh, steal one from Santa Margarita. But another game that I, I really am interested in seeing is um, Long Beach Wilson and Northwood High School. And the reason for that is because I do feel that Northwood is slowly but surely getting adjusted to their new coach, Kyle Kimme. And I think that you know, Long Beach Wilson is obviously a great program, and they have a lot of experience. But Northwood has some pretty good players on their team, some good seniors. Uh, Joe Shaw is a junior, is a really good player, contributor at the SoCal 16 and under level. Um, so, you know, that, that could be a pretty close game as well. So, um, you know, I think there's, on day one, it's going to be pretty grueling for everyone. I mean, <clears throat> everybody has at least one tough pretty tough game on on day one so um you know looking forward to seeing some games uh, i'm going to be at santa margarita so looking forward to seeing some games you know and you know another game you know another team i actually don't know much about but usually plays pretty tough is uh, the bishops of la jolla and they're in your bracket as well they're the team right behind uh orange lutheran 
and they opened with San Clemente, who's uh, you know traditionally pretty uh, pretty solid squad. So that would be an interesting game. But you know, you guys can be seeing the bishops uh, before uh, in your in your second game, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, we actually um, saw them in the third place game last year of the tournament. So yeah, right. Um, you know. Can't ever count out Doug Peabody. I mean, guy is a great coach, knows what he's doing, always has good talent down there, and um, yeah, I mean that's a uh, that's a that's a pretty tough uh, game for us. But you know, we're looking forward to it. Right now, it's all about just playing the best, the best of the best, and trying to come out with some wins. You know. Right, and of course, you could see Loyola again. You just guys played them to a. You know, a, you know, sudden death thriller. Uh, what a game that was uh, last week. So um, that would certainly be interesting if you, you, you were to take Loyola once again. Yeah, I mean, that game was a, it was a good game for both teams. And uh, Coach Healy uh, gave a, a lot of compliments to my team, which I appreciate very much. And I give I give the same back to him. You know, Loyola is the real deal, and I I think that they are a legitimate contender. Um, they could sneak in there, and I know they're a long shot because of the Harvards and the modern days, but, you know, they have um, they have some pretty good depth, and they're pretty strong at all positions. And, you know, we're, we're obviously can see ahead, and, and we could see that we might match up with Loyola, but um, we're not quite looking at that game just yet. Uh, we don't want to overlook any of these other teams, but um, we would really – enjoy the opportunity to play them again because the more teams like of that caliber that you can play you know the better off you're going to become league and come uh november the playoffs if we're lucky enough to get in there yeah well um i got to see them uh about three times saw them play at the state tournament when they didn't have college uh, and they impressed me with their speed and they have multiple left-handers two key left-handers. Yeah. Um, they have a very good center. They have a good goalie. They have several weapons. They, they seem pretty complete. They're, they're pretty deep. Um, I, I think they bring off a, a guy or two off the bench. Um, I saw them play you guys against Orange Lutheran. I saw them play a um, portion of that, uh, you know, of, uh, I think it was a, yeah, the state tournament. I saw them twice in the state tournament, actually. So, they're pretty uh, complete. You know, I guess the point you have to watch is that, that league. They're in the same league with Harvard Westlake, that mission uh, league. So you're going to have to watch uh, that league, and that's, that's obviously going to be a big league race to watch. Um, you know, and you know, then that score er, earlier, we were talking about the modern day uh, Leola score from Santa Barbara was actually nine. It was actually nine to seven. Was that score? So that tells you a little bit about where Leola is. And, yeah. And, and, and I do know. I do know that. Loyola was missing two guys that day. Um, I spoke with Eric, and, and he was shorthanded, I believe, a, the two-meter defender and one other guy. I can't remember who it was, but he was very optimistic after that after that game. He was, you know, I mean, he, he, he's not taking anything for granted. He knows that it's it's will be an upset to beat a modern day or Harvard, but, you know, for second week of September, he was – pretty happy with where his team was um after that modern day game so you know we'll see i mean 
the one thing uh, Eric is good at is, is he's good at making adjustments. And, uh, you know, he's going to make adjustments uh, with whatever team he plays multiple times. We actually saw them in the, sem in the semifinal last year. So, you know, this Loyola-Olu thing has been brewing for a while. Okay, well, that could be an interesting uh, matchup, uh, you know, come Friday. Uh, the quarterfinals are Friday at 6 o'clock, and then the semifinals are going to be on Saturday morning. The semifinals are going to all be at, at Newport Harbor, so the, the first uh, semifinals are going to be, at, I believe, at 1040 at Newport Harbor, and then we have the, uh, the second semifinal at 1145, and then right after that, 1250, all the placement games will start. So you'll go 12.50, the seventh place game, and then you'll go fifth place game at 1.55. Three o'clock will be the third place game, and then at 4.05, you know, barring, you know, this schedule's going to change, especially if there's some overtime games and things like that, which uh, a lot of times uh, happens in tournaments. But you could have a 4.05 scheduled start for the championship game. Hey, Coach, before we uh, wrap this up here, um, and we kind of talked a little bit about it here tonight, but there's some pretty interesting league races that are going to be starting maybe next week or the week after. What's a couple of league races you think in Orange County that you know are uh, are interesting to you that you think will be very competitive? Where the, the the biggest thing to remember with these league races, there are no at-large berths uh, for the playoffs um, expected. Uh, there were no at-large berths last year. The CIS Southern Section said it was going to be the same this year. No at-large berths, so you have to really qualify automatically you got to finish most likely top three in your league well i mean it, the first the first one that pops out for me is the uh pacific coast league i think that is a, a league that is very interesting with cdm winning who knows how many years in a row and i i do think that they're going to win it again this year they're the favorite but um i have to say that the northwood beckman irvine you know, university that they're battling out for two and the, the second and third spot. And, um, you know, I think in any other year, one of those teams would probably get an at large. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see that, that league race. And then, um, you know, the Trinity league is always, you know, in my opinion, one of the toughest leagues, uh, around, if not the toughest league, um, so, you know, that, that's going to shape up and I know Servite hasn't started off great, but they're always, they always do well in league. They always step up and play teams close. Um, so we'll see how, how that shapes up. But Pacific coast league to me is, is very intriguing. Yeah. You know, in Pacific coast, like, I don't know, you mentioned, uh, university, university's, uh, is improved right now. I think, yeah. um, they get, they, they get some more depth and actually, you know, um, I kind of think that uh, Servite's off to a pretty solid start under uh, first-year coach Andy Kaufman. You know, like I said, they, um, they beat uh, Los Al 9-6 last week. Um, they also edged Mount Pool last week, 11-10. Um, they, they beat in Cerritos 13-8. Um, some pretty quality quality stuff. Um, they played uh, Marietta Valley to three-goal game, 15-12. And they played Newport to 13-10. So, you know, for a first-year coach coming in, uh, I think uh, Coach Kaufman has got, uh, I think he's gotten going in the right direction. Um, but it's going to be tough in the Trinity with, uh, or Servite when you have, you know, uh, Santa Margarita and Jay Sarah is, is really 
uh, with fine competition for third place. I think I think they're not going to be as strong as you know modern day Orange Lutheran, but um, you know Coach Kaufman I think is doing a pretty good job. And, yeah. You know, but I think you're right on about the Sunset Club because that's that's some great depth and you know the Sunset League could be interesting. You know where you have Huntington and and, and Newport at the top, but then you know who's going to be third is somebody going to disrupt Low Sal? Low Sal's off to a quiet start. Um, you know, can Edison get in there like they did last year? Um, you know, Fountain Valley, you know, hanging, trying to hang tough. Um, so that could be interesting. Yeah, no, I think I agree with you. I think those league races are, are really, and I know that Jay Sarah is going to be in the mix in the Trinity League. You know, I mean, they're they're. Um, I know that they're going to cause some waves. You know, I think they had a little bit of a setback losing to a modern day's JV team. Um, and I don't know if they were at full strength or not, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think that they're uh, going to be in the mix at the time that they're starting to play Santa Margarita, Olu, um, Servite. You know, they're those are going to be games. You know, they're not going to be uh, games that you just kind of walk through. I think that those are going to be really tough games. That's right. Well, a lot of us, a lot of uh, water polo fans to look forward to. And, of course, it all starts uh, this week. The main main course is going to be the South Coast Tournament, that 32-team tournament. So, Coach, you got uh, before we uh, wrap up, and we, of course, thank all the water polo fans for sticking with us. But there's some things that they can do this week to uh, follow some scores. You have uh, something that uh, we should talk about as far as uh, where you're going to be posting some scores from the South Coast Tournament. Yeah, I created uh, the results page for the South Coast Tournament. Um, I'll send uh, you the link, and maybe you can tweet it out or uh, put it on your blog or something like that. But, you know, try to update the scores as they happen, um, and that way everybody could know where they're either where they're going to play next, who they're going to play next, or, you know, if you're a fan, you can follow. And, of course, as always, you know, come out, support the games. You know, Newport Harbor, Foothill High School, Santa Margarita, Corona del Mar, those are all host sites. Uh, this weekend, you know, all four are amazing facilities. And um, I do think that if you can't make it out Thursday, you know, Friday is going to be some very, very explosive, fun games to watch. You know, those people who are playing in the quarters, those teams that are playing the quarters, they're only playing that one game that day. So um, a lot of energy and excitement on Friday night under the lights. That's right. That's, that's exciting as well. So. And I'll have, you know, on OCVarsity.com, we'll have, you know, tons of scores on there. Um, and, uh, you know, you can also follow me for updates on, on my Twitter handle, which is OCVarsityGuy. And uh, we'll definitely uh, get that results page uh, out there as well, Coach. So that's a great thing and that great service that you did. I know you did that up at Santa Barbara, too, and that was very helpful. So, um, well, Coach, uh, it's great once again talking to you about this tournament. Uh, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll see if, you know, modern days is a defending champion. They've owned the tournament the last several years. You know, we've talked about, you know, the Monarch struggles with Harvard, just like everybody else is struggling with Harvard, because the, Monarch, the Monarchs aren't alone. But they haven't had any troubles with the South Coast tournament. So we'll see if anybody can uh, dethrone uh, modern day, and we'll see how they uh, they come back in this tournament. So uh, And everybody else, all those other great matches we talked about. So. Looking forward to it, Coach. It's only, uh, you know, beginning of the week, but this is going to be a good tournament. Definitely. I'll uh, probably see you on the deck, and as always, thanks for everything you do for the sport. All right, Coach. Well, thanks again for 
jumping on the podcast. Thanks to all the water polo fans out there. And uh, check out our podcast. You can check out the archives on our site. There's uh, on the Buzz uh, Sprout site. You can get the archives of past uh, podcasts. And uh, thanks again for listening. And, and enjoy the games, everybody. Thank you.